Bruce Johnson, president and founder of Biscalers and the Biscalers Club. And today I want to talk to you about five huge strategic planning mistakes that virtually every business makes. Now, as a business owner, entrepreneur, CEO, founder, co-founder of your business, you know that one of your primary responsibilities is to come up with a, quote, strategic plan in order to facilitate significant growth over the course of the next 12, 24 months or so. Now, the problem, of course, is that the vast majority of businesses aren't actually growing significantly. In fact, 85% of businesses are either plateaued or in decline. Not good. Now, out of the 28 million businesses in the U.S., there is a list called the Inc. 5000. Now, if you go and look at number 5,000 on any typical year, you'll see that it's probably lower than 40% growth. Remember, that's a three-year average. In other words, to hit the Inc. 5,000 list, you probably need to grow just a little over 13% per year for three years. You do that, and you're in the top 5,000 out of 28 million. Like, grow growing significantly is not the trend line that the vast majority of businesses are having and experiencing here in the U.S., so how can we rectify that? How can we actually create strategic plans that are actually strategic? Well, to do that, you've got to figure out what the problems are and then you've got to fix them. So I'm going to give you the top five mistakes that I see on a regular basis. There are plenty more, but I'm going to give you five. This will give you a good start. Mistake number one, and by far this is the largest of all of them, is that most strategic plans aren't strategic, they're tactical. What I mean by that is that the typical business owner, entrepreneur, CEO, founder, co-founder, takes a look at what they're doing this year, and then says, how can we do this a little bit better next year? That's not strategy, that's tactics. That's saying, hey, we grew by this much last year, let's grow by 5% or 7% or 8% or maybe, wow, 10%, and let's just try to do what we're doing just a little bit better. That's not strategy at all. Strategy is about thinking about who you wanna be, which may not be who you've been in the past. Strategy is when Apple says, hey, we've been in the computer business, maybe we should get into the music business or the smartphone business. That's strategy. When IBM says, you know, we've been doing this PC thing for a while, maybe let's sell that whole thing and let's get into services. That's strategy. That's about strong right turns. That's about something significantly different than what we've done in the past. It's not trying to figure out how do we keep doing what we're doing and doing it a little bit better. It's thinking about who do we really want to be and how do we now have to change who we are to become this thing we want to be. That's real strategy, that's strategic thinking. So if you're currently taking your plan from last year and you're just trying to figure out how to do it a little bit better, you're thinking tactically, you're not thinking strategic. Now you can throw the label on, you can just kind of slap on the word strategic in front of your plan, but it's just a plan. If you want to create a strategic plan, you have to start thinking strategically about who you want to be, realizing it may not be who you have been in the past. By far that is the number one mistake I see all the time when I'm looking at strategic plans. The second biggest mistake I see is that they, in the rush to try to get a plan done, they almost do no assessment work. Now, that's a huge mistake because you're going to be operating your business in some kind of milieu, right? You're going to have customers who are going to go with you and customers who aren't. You're going to have competitors who are going to be doing something over the course of the next 12 months. Uh, there is an economy that's going to somehow affect what you're going to be able to do or not do the coming next 12, 24 months. Uh, there are regulations from the government that might impede you or might actually accelerate what you're trying to do. Uh, there is so much going on that you need to assess, but if you don't take the time to assess that, you're probably going to end up making decisions that aren't going to be optimal. Remember one of my first clients when I you know, left pastoral ministry and started doing consulting uh, was a federal credit union, and I was asking in the assessment process, what do you think is going to happen with interest rates? Which, by the way, is a good question to ask. And uh, they said, well, we think it's going to go this direction. 
and you know they didn't get any data. They just kind of said, "We think it's going to go in this direction." Okay. And uh, what I learned is that you know, just kind of going by your gut is really a bad idea because the interest rate rates went the opposite direction. It really hurt them. Now the good news is we had a bunch of really cool strategic things, so they start, still did well, but they could have done much better if they'd made the right assessment about where interest rates were gonna go. So if you're not doing any assessment work and the vast majority of business owners and entrepreneurs I've met don't like to do assessment, then you're probably gonna make some bad decisions or suboptimal decisions simply because you're not thinking about what's going on there. And by the way, if you wanna <clears throat> be competitive, <clears throat> excuse me, you need to be thinking about what your competitors are doing. If you don't actually know what your competitors are doing or what they're thinking, then it's gonna be really difficult for you to really take significant market share. So the assessment process is critical. If you wanna be more strategic in your strategic planning, then make sure you do some assessment work. Take the time, it is worth it. Now that leads to the third problem. The third most common problem that I see all the time is that and again, in the rush to get something done, the vast majority of business owners and entrepreneurs don't like to do research, nor do their teams like to do research. And if you don't do research, then what you're stuck with is what's in your head and what's in the head of the group. And that isn't always the best. Kind of the example I told you before about the interest rates. So when I'm with a team of people, I'll ask a question like this. I'll say, well, in terms of what you've been reading in journals and going to conferences, et cetera, you know, what are some interesting trends you're seeing in your industry? And I can guarantee you, every time I ask that question, I get the deer in the headlights look. <laughs> no one, no one peeps out a word. No one goes, oh, you know, I read this article. I heard this or I saw this at the conference. Like, no, it never happens. It's the most amazing thing. Uh, I will ask, you know, are you guys reading anything? You know, are you doing continuing ed? And yeah, yeah, but we, nothing. It's amazing. No ideas and trends. What trends? I have no idea. What are some opportunities? Uh, have you been reading anything about another industry where they might be doing something interesting? Are there some cool companies that you've heard that they're doing something, you know, kind of off on the fringes? Nothing. Crickets. It's the most amazing thing. And they don't do the research. So they haven't done the research getting in. And then once we start dialoguing about what we could be doing, they still don't like to do any research between the start of the conversation and we're done. But if you wanna build a really great strategic plan, you need to have ideas outside of your own head, right? Because whatever you've already had in your head, you're probably already doing. So to do something significantly different, you're probably gonna to have to read something or talk to somebody who's gonna have an idea that's different than what you or the people around that table are gonna have. So you've got to do research. It's critical if you wanna have a more optimal strategic plan. So you gotta do the assessment work, you've gotta do the research if you wanna have a better strategic plan. That leads us to the fourth problem. And the fourth problem is that most business owners and entrepreneurs don't like to mess with their business model. And that's a huge mistake. Why? Because most of the great strategic decisions are almost always at the business model level. Now your business model, if you're not used to using that phraseology, is the way in which you make money. And most people don't like messing with that. Like we've done this, it works, let's keep doing this. But to be strategic, you have to start messing with the model, right? When Apple messes with the computer model and decides to get into the music business, it turned out pretty well for them, didn't it? When IBM got out of the PC business and they messed with their model, it, it turned out well for them. So messing with the model is really critical if you wanna come up with some strategic decisions. Uh, back in probably, let's see, 07 or something like that, again, this is one of the first clients I had when I you know, left pastoral ministry. I was working with the Maryland Soccerplex and they had 24 soccer fields and in their business model, they were basically in the rental model. So they rented fields. So if someone wanted to have a tournament, 
they would come there and with those 24 fields, you could rent a tournament, rent the fields, run the tournament. Well, when I was looking at the numbers, I realized that the people who are running the tournament might be making, let's say, $125,000. And then the soccerplex might be making like $20,000. Now, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out, you know what? Why are we just in the rental field business? Why don't we get into the running tournaments business? And, and by making that simple switch, just by taking back, let's say, five tournaments, you do the math, that's over half a million dollars. Well, half a million dollars on a $2.5 million business is pretty significant, right? We messed with the model. They thought they were in the rental business, and we started saying, no, you're in the rental business and the tournament business. And then we made some other business model changes as well. So I want to encourage you, mess with your business model. You'll probably find some of the best strategic decisions there. And that leads us to our fifth and final one for today. And that is that very few business owners and entrepreneurs are willing to attach revenue numbers to their strategic initiatives. So someone will come up with something, and, and by the way, this is a strategic decision. Let's open up a new location. That could be a strategic decision. But they don't put any revenue number attached to it. So they have no idea. In their mind, they're saying, hey, I got a strategic plan, we're gonna open up a new location. When I say, how much revenue do you think you'll get from that new location, the answer is almost always, have no idea. Someone will say, hey, we ought to move into a new niche. Sounds great. How much revenue will you get from that? Have no idea. Well, we need to have, uh, you know, let's say um, we're going to go into a digital marketing transformation and uh, we're going to start using paid ads online and uh, let's do that. Okay, that sounds great. How much revenue do you think you can get from that? Have no idea. And so when I look at strategic plans, I will see initiatives almost never in fact, I haven't ever seen it apart from someone who worked with me, where there was actually a revenue number attached to that idea. But if you don't know if those five or seven ideas will actually produce the revenue growth to hit your 20, 25, 30, 50%, whatever the number is, growth that you want, how in the world are you ever gonna know you're gonna get there? To have a strategic initiative which should generate revenue and not know how much revenue you think you're going to get from that is a bad strategic decision. So you come up with three, four, five ideas, no numbers attached to them, sounds like a great plan. No, it's not because you don't know if it's gonna actually get you where you wanna go. And that is a huge mistake I see all the time. So there you go, five critical mistakes that happen all the time in virtually every business I've ever seen. One, they don't think strategically, they tend to think tactically. Secondly, they don't do any assessment work or if they do, it's really quick and dirty and they really don't wanna do the assessment stuff because it takes time, but that's gonna actually drive to get better decisions. They don't like doing research in between or ahead of time, so therefore they don't know what they don't know. Bad idea. Uh, then fourthly, uh, they don't like to mess with their business model, so start messing with your business model. And then finally, they don't like to attach revenue numbers to the initiatives, but you're gonna change that. If you make those five changes so you avoid those five mistakes, you can have a much more strategic year, and then hopefully this year, you'll be able to grow by 25, 30, 50, 75, 100% or more by making strategic level decisions that will ultimately drive significant revenue. So I hope you found that helpful. If you did, I'd encourage you to pass this along to some other business owners and entrepreneurs you know, because uh, they need this information as well. If you haven't subscribed yet to our YouTube channel and you're watching this by video, make sure you hit the subscribe button below. If you're listening by a podcast on iTunes or Google Play, make sure you hit the subscribe button there as well. And then make sure you check in week after week because my commitment to you every week is to give you tangible, actionable ideas that you can actually take and apply in your business to build a more scalable and profitable business. So until our next episode to your Accelerate Success, Bruce out.